welcome to the Biohacker's Guide for Women Only. You are listening to The Art of Becoming Wonder Woman. I am Jessica Fernandez-Cruz. And I am Yen B. Trung. Life extension, longevity, biotech, digital health technology, and prevention are all the fields of health that we've been working in for over 15 years. We've worked alongside world-renowned physicians, Nobel laureates, experts, and top biohackers. We were at the forefront of a lot of the science that is being used today for biohacking. Our mission is to bring to you all this knowledge and information and create a biohacking community for women. Join us today on our journey into biohacking our bodies. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome, everyone. Hello, Yenvi. Hello, Jessica. How are we doing today? Are we ready? <laughs> amazing. I had two and a half hours of sleep, but I'm doing amazing because I know what to do. Awesome. Well, you're going to have to teach me, Yenvi, because I have no idea where to start where I, when I only sleep two hours. But I do know, and I have to say that I learned that today, is that sometimes when you're tired, you don't need sleep. You need something else. What are you referring to? <laughs> well, I'm talking about things like hydration, exercise, and all these things that give you so much energy. And sometimes we don't stop and think, and we just think that sleeping is the way to get rest and energy. I think that maybe this is what this podcast is going to be about. What are we going to talk about here, Yemvi? I think our goal for this podcast, and we had a conversation about how biohacking is so male-dominant. And... We're building this podcast really for our female friends, women who are just getting into understanding what biohacking is, right? And I think you and I have been in anti-aging and integrative medicine, lifestyle, you know, medicine, longevity, and we, we picked up a lot of information and we applied a lot of that information and knowledge to ourselves. And so I think this is an opportunity for us to share our knowledge, what we've been doing and why we're so happy and productive and thriving. That's my goal for this podcast. What about yourself? I love what you say, thriving. That is really the goal. It's interesting. I do want to let the people know that Yemvi is already a biohacker. I am in my learning process still. <laughs> I have always tried to stay healthy and I've done a lot for that. But I think that the biohacking world is like a world I want to get into. And talking to Yenvi about this, we thought, you know, why don't we just share our biohacking journey with all the other women out there who want to join us? And I think really the purpose of this podcast for me is to allow other women to jump in and join us and maybe become a community of thriving women and maybe also help other women to thrive. So I would say that's a part of our goal as well. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I don't like titles, but having a title allows you to build a community and know what to look for. And, you know, as much as I want to call myself a biohacker, I think it's just a way of living that I've always thought about how do I better myself from a cellular level, from a mental, spiritual, on all types of level. And that all encompasses how you you grow every single day. And I think that's something that we want to talk about. And we don't want to get so scientific because, you know, there are scientists that that get so deep into it that it, it loses the reason why we're doing it and how it affects us and applies to us on a day-to-day -day base, right? 
there's variance to it. There's beginners, there's auto weight up to people who are really serious about it. And they do their, they don't have diabetes, but they'll measure their own glucose every day just to, to do their own glucose measurement to know. And so there's, there's all types of variants in this. And so introducing this to individuals that have an interest in themselves and in their growth, I think they'll find their way and where they fit into this community and, and who they can learn from and how much they can learn. I love it. And also, you know, I think there's there's a part that I really like about getting into a program like this and really pushing yourself to to learn how to reach that, what shall we call it, the peak state, that state where you thrive, where you connect with your best version in every way. You know, there's that confidence you get out of it because it requires a certain discipline that you start to enjoy. It's a little bit like exercise. You're lazy to do it, but once you get started, you enjoy it so much that you can't live without it, right? <laughs> and I think one of the things that you taught me was the importance of, of measurement. I think biohacking comes with measuring things. And maybe you want to explain a little bit more about that. Well, there's a saying that you can't improve it unless you can measure it, right? And so it's it's part of the term called self-quantification, right? Right now, with te- the way technology is being built and what's available to us, we can quantify a lot of our biology, a lot of our spirituality, or the way we think. Everything can be quantified into some type of measurement that we could set for ourselves or identify with and say, okay, how do I improve this? How do I make this better? Because sometimes you you forget that gut feeling that, oh, I did really well Tuesday four weeks ago, but then four weeks later, okay, I know I felt good, but what was that feeling? And so it can't be just a gut feeling. It has to be, okay, you know, whatever that measurement is, you can look back at it and say it was a five or seven point something. And then, okay, you know, today I'm a six. Right. And so really quantifying it allows you to really control that feeling or those numbers. And I, I that's that's something that I have always very, uh, I think, obsessive about is, is measurements. And that makes sense. I think that's probably for me the first new thing to incorporate the new idea. Like you have to start measuring and probably my my hesitation here is, OK, how do I measure? Where do I start? Or do I measure like that? Like you say, from a one to a 10, and then if I'm a five or a four, it's like not good. Or what, what are the things to keep in mind if we want to start measuring? And we will talk about what we're going to measure in each show. So that's also each show will bring a challenge and we're going to start measuring different things and, and try to figure out what makes you thrive and not. But I think understanding how to measure is very important. Let me ask you this, Jessica. Would you say that individuals who would do a measurement of themselves would be an A-type individual, people who that's more natural to them to jump into biohacking and be an A-type person that would jump into it? The perfectionist? I guess you want to say <laughs> they're, they're excited to get that measurement done, right? Versus a person that just wants to grow and feel great and, and see results, right? What are your thoughts on that? I think, you know, it applies, it depends a little bit on the mindset you create with what you're doing. So what's your focus going to be really on? And it doesn't matter how you measure it, really, if you want to think numbers, that's fine. But I think probably, as you say, there's something that you have to realize about yourself before you start measuring, which is not to be afraid of measuring. And I say this because sometimes people who are not like numbers people, 
will feel like this is new language for them. And this is a language that they don't connect with. And just embrace it as a simple thing. It's just a different way of doing it, but it's simple. It's not complex. I think that's also an idea that I want to bring here is that it sounds so sophisticated that it seems super complicated and it isn't that complicated. It's actually simpler than it seems, right? Right. I think so. And listening to some of the other biohackers that are very driven on metrics and numbers, I think to myself, there's a need for them to do certain things in order to get them to that metric, right? And it becomes a, a one is there's a discipline, but it becomes almost high maintenance, right? Where And that's at a top, top level where they need this in order to do this. Or And then I asked myself, well, if they didn't have that, would they be unhappy, right? And then so that, that almost counter is counterintuitive or counteracts the reason why we biohack just for measurement. It's how do you balance that fine line of happiness, spirit, not becoming so addicted to the number that if you don't hit, hit have the things to get you to that measurement that you're unhappy that day. Right. And so obsession. That, that obsession. Right. And so that's why I mentioned the type A personality, because, you know, people would describe me as a type A person. <laughs> What I, I want to deliver in this this uh, series of podcasts is that how do we balance the mind, spirit, soul, you know, and the objectiveness of our physiology, our biology, our cellular capabilities and optimization, right? And that when you don't hit these metrics, even though you know you can control it, that's empowering. But at the same time, how do you balance it? That's You're not dissatisfied or unhappy because you don't have it, right? And so I think that's why I enjoy having these conversations with you is because you bring that so spirit and mind to this conversation where I'm very, okay, how do I quantify it? (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's for how we balance it out. You're right. You're right. I like that. That's true. And I feel also, because you say you're a type A, you already labeled yourself and you know, I don't like labels, but okay. Let's say you're a type A. There's one thing about that. And I want to ask you listener, if you want to join us today, that you become conscious about the type of person that you are. It doesn't mean that you label yourself, but that awareness is also going to help you not become obsessed with the numbers because you know you're a type A. So you know you can fall into that and then you just catch yourself doing it and you step out of it. It's not about the numbers. It's about thriving. We said that at the beginning. So, I mean, when we look at both things, it's more important to feel good and be in that state where we're thriving than to think I have a six to seven or eight. As I mentioned, you know, it's empowering to know that if you're at a six, you can get to a seven in two days, right? Or you know what you need to do in order to get to a seven. And so that's the empowerment of biohacking. I think that you know yourself well enough that if you... It's it's a mindset. It's a way of training the mind to say, okay, well, this is not working. What do I do to make this work, right? And being very self-aware of how you're feeling, what you're doing, what the altering states are. And I would say too, you have to, to in order to do this the best way possible, learn to be an observer. This is important because it's not everybody's familiar with this idea of observing yourself. And it's a beautiful journey. I think that learning to be an observer is the best tool for a lot of things in life. So if you can do this, just observing your body, doing these measurements, how things influence you and not, how they affect you, your body, your emotions, your energy levels, your spiritual level, and so on, 
this observer is also going to help you a lot to have a lot of perspective in life. So I think that this journey is not just about having the beautiful body, the, you know, glowing skin or things like that. This is, this is, I think a journey to get somewhere where you really love life and you live your life to the fullest, right? I agree with that, but I would love that beautiful body. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it comes with it. Well, the beauty of the journey is that you get it because of that. It's like everything, you know, when you work for it, it gives you something in return. But here's the thing. So with all this said, where do we start? What is biohacking about? Like, let's make sure that everybody's following what we're going to do here. (laughs) Well, what we'll be doing is challenging ourselves every podcast. A 15-day challenge at the end will introduce a challenge. And that challenge is, it could be an intro or it could be something that allows us to step out of our comfort as a way of looking at our sleep. Maybe it's mindfulness. Maybe it's certain types of diet, for example, ketogenic diet or intermittent fasting, these popular diets. We'll do it. I, I try everything. I try everything. And then <laughs> I, I like to see how I feel, if it works, if it doesn't. Supplements, nootropics. Nootropics. That's a word to define in another show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so there, there's a lot of things that, that we could venture into. And I think it will be fun for us to take on those challenge, do it ourselves, and then give a report of, you know, how you felt about it versus how I felt about it and how I took on that challenge. And then we would love for our audience to, you know, join that challenge alongside us. And if they could give us their feedback within this community, that would be even more amazing for us to know that we've helped individuals think differently as well and investigate ways of, of bettering themselves and improving their longevity and, also just stepping out of certain uh, directions of disease states as well. Yes. Well, actually, this is interesting because when I look at biohackers, these biohackers always have like a story behind them, right? Like it's like this heavy story about a disease that they couldn't overcome and that, you know, the traditional medicine couldn't do anything about it. So they went and did it on on their own. And this is how they became biohackers. And I think that, of course, I mean, I respect that very much. And it's it's great that people go through that journey and, and are able to take their life to the next level through pain. But I think that we are also an example that you don't always have to wait to feel pain to push yourself. You can push yourself today and it's still as fun and as worth it. And you maybe get even further, who knows? And of course, you're preventing, which is also something that you and I encourage always to to have that focus on, on prevention and not wait to be sick to take action, right? Right. And I think, and, and to your point is to not wait until you're in pain to say, what do I do and how do I find the fix for this? It's more of, I think in our natural state, we want to grow and we want to better ourselves or we want improvement or, or a positive direction. And so just having a way to where you are today to look at something differently tomorrow and know that you've improved some metric or something the next day, right? And so you you don't have to be in pain to do that. It's just every day is a, a step up. Ooh, stop right there. <laughs> every day is a step up. I love it. That's going to be our motto here. <laughs> so wherever you are and you're listening to this, it's the next day. Let's Let's step it up the next day and until, you know, 
you just keep growing. There's no end to it. You just keep pushing yourself and saying, okay, you know, what's next for me? How do I, how do I sleep, have better sleep? How do I improve my sleep? How do I improve my clarity, right? Or how do I improve my metabolism? Those type of things. There's so much that we can quote unquote hack, right? And talk about. And so it's, it's very exciting to be able to have those conversations. And we will have great conversations, I'm sure. But here's one thing that's going through my mind while you speak, because I I find it difficult. How do you do this when you live with other people who are actually not interested in biohacking at all? And for me, it's a challenge. It's difficult to be consistent because in the end, you know, they're having other rhythms, they have other nutrition and all that. What do you think is a good advice for people like me who are going through that? (laughs) Well, you, you just got to one start it and you just do it with my husband and I. I'm, I'm very lucky that my husband just likes to do whatever I introduce him. <laughs> <'Cause> he, <laughs> into the journey. That's why he glows and he looks so great every single day. <laughs> and he's such a great husband too. <laughs> yes. But when we have dinner with our friends, they'll ask us, what diet are you guys on now? <laughs> Because it's almost understood that we do crazy things or we always like to try different things. And so if you're that friend or that individual that's want to try different things, don't feel like you're being judged by it. Just do it. And people will just normalize around you to know that you're doing it. Right. And so you just have to step away from the judgment of others and just do it. If it's, you know, how do I work and flow with my family while they're having dinner and I'm doing ketogenic, then that's a different discussion. You just need to have your own cabinet of, of food. And we'll talk about that then. We're, we're going to use that as a, as a subject for another show. We have two minutes left and I think we need to put that first challenge out there now. We have a 15-day challenge. So, Yevi, give us some ideas. How do we start this challenge? This is the first challenge, your first biohacking challenge. First biohacking challenge is becoming aware of yourself. And we pick 15 days because that's enough time period for you to look at your spirituality, your cognitive capabilities, how you feel cognitively, your physicality, like measuring your weight, for example, right? And we'll, we'll expand on that a little bit and your emotional measurement. So I want to look at it from four big pieces and just put a number to it, whatever resonates with you, a metric around it, if you can, or write a subjective journal or something like that around those four pieces. Let me just to make sure that we got this straight. So we're going to use four parameters. That's going to be cognitive, physical, emotional, and spiritual, right? So you write those four words down and on right next to it, you create your own way of measuring. It can be a word, it can be a number, however you want to measure that. Do we do it in the morning and in the evening? I would suggest doing it in the morning and the evening. And from a physiology standpoint, you know, your hormones are different in the morning versus the night. And as females, we really, especially depending on your age, you know, but as females, our hormones, premenopause, menopausal, that that fluctuates quite a bit too. And so having the understanding awareness of morning and evening is I think it's very important. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to log when we wake up and when we go to sleep, and we're going to log for those four parameters. I repeat them so that you can write them down. Physical, cognitive, spiritual, and emotional. And with that said, I think we got to go, Yemi. Time's up. <laughs> Wonderful. So let's, let's do this. Let's step it up every single day. 
And I think everyone's going to really enjoy this. Yes, we look forward to creating this community with you. You've been listening to The Art of Becoming Wonder Women, the podcast. Thank you for being a part of our community. If you haven't yet, join our private Facebook page and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another Wonder Women conversation. Our podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any question you may have regarding a medical condition. Thank you.